Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. With our our Messianic Jewish guest, Ken, thrilled to have you. He is going to give his 10-minute opening statement, and the floor is all yours, Ken. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, James. And uh, we did agree on 12 minutes, by the way. Okay. And I'm pleased to be speaking uh, tonight with Skyler because he seems genuinely interested in tackling these issues, which we both know are very complicated. So now... At one point in my life, I set about to think about the um, foundations that, that human history that we humans have um, claimed would be the best foundations for morality. And I identified seven of them, two naturalistic two uh, and five theistic. So I'd like to kind of uh, review those for my opening. So the two naturalistic views, one would be that uh, morality comes about from nature. It's founded in nature. And yet all claims to naturally evolving morality can be logically disregarded since while there are maybe actions that help to ensure survival, uh, the desire for which is accidental on this view. Since nature is not a moral agent and there are no natural universal moral imperatives, then it doesn't really work. Now, this one I call semantic morality. So it's um, morality, the claim is morality can be tentatively grounded in human dictates, but not ultimately, because humans can make epistemic statements about morality, but not provide an ontological premise, since, as this view presupposes the nature one we just covered, there are no objective universal moral imperatives. Uh, so humans can without recourse to God, declare certain actions moral or immoral, um, even claiming that these are absolutes, but these are ultimately ungrounded assertions. They are semantic morality. So we concoct useful and survival assisting concepts, but these do not amount to universal moral imperatives. Also, this morality is impotent and being established by humans who can only deal out justice if the evildoer is caught. It is uh, its justice is restricted. So in this view, morality is based on majority rule uh, and the fittest, as it were. And some questions to ponder would be if something is good because a naturalist proclaims it to be good, or does a naturalist proclaim something to be good because it is good? So now jumping to the theological options, we start with dualism, which is generally two co-equal gods. And the key is that they're two separate and distinct beings and persons, distinct. One is constituted as being quote unquote good and the other quote unquote bad or evil. But it's truly arbitrary since the subjective goodness of the one is measured against the subjective evil of the other and vice versa. And we're both claiming to be good and the other evil. So it's viciously circular. Then there's strict monotheism. So what's envisaged is one single being, eternal being, one person, perfectly united, not in the least bit divided, 
and uh, being alone in eternity, relationship is not a part of its nature, character, or being. So when this God creates beings, it does not seek personal relationships with them, but arbitrarily concocts morals for them. Such a God is capricious, capricious as it is not bound by relationship. And since morality is not intrinsic to its nature, moral actions by this God are not guaranteed. Then we come to pantheons, polytheism, and henotheism. These are that may have been conceived uh, by one or two previously existing gods. Now, whether the many gods are eternal or created by others, they enjoy relationships with each other. Yet being distinct beings and persons, they are not famous for conducting moral relationships with each other, but are infamous for quarreling. On this view, the ancient gods somehow established a moral law, which is then external to the subsequent gods and is a law to which these gods are subservient. Since they could enjoy relationships with other paranormal beings, they're not generally interested in relationships with humans. They consider humans to be playthings, right? They manipulate our faiths or take human form and fornicate with us. But there's little, of, if anything, the, in the way of ethical relationships. And then to pantheism, which essentially is a view that postulates that God is the creator and the creation. So on this view, God's creations are, in reality, extensions of God. Therefore, on this view, morality amounts to God dictating to God how God should treat God. So that God is the script writer, director, the actor, the audience, the critic. And so it's, again, viciously circular. And then we come to Trinitarian monotheism. So in the Bible, we're dealing with a Trinitarian monotheism, a triune being, one God, one being, and yet three persons, a being who exhibits characteristics of personhood. Each is God, each is eternal, each is distinct, and yet each unified, each is unified as the one God, the Godhead. One co-eternal, co-existing, co-equal being consisting of three persons. So this God is not alone in eternity is not in relationship to separate eternal beings and is in relationship um, and is in relationship to separate persons. So what I mean is since each member of the Trinity is eternal, each has enjoy, enjoyed eternal relationships. This God is not lacking relationship. God enjoys a relation that is both unified in purpose and diverse amongst the persons. Morality is based best upon God's triune nature. God's nature is relational, benevolent, eternal, and free from conflict. God enjoys relationships and encourages his creation to enjoy likewise relationships. Life consists of uh, enjoying relationships with humans grounded upon the enjoyment of, of an eternal relationship with God. And so the point being that God's, um, so that morality, or ethics, and that's something we might have to discuss is the distinction. Ultimately proceeds forth from God's very nature and essence because God is an eternally relational being and that ethic, his being, is free from conflict because God is one and yet it is truly a diverse and interactive relationship because it's enjoyed among the three persons of the Trinity. So thus, 
the triune God neither adheres to external nor constructs arbitrary ethics since they are an aspect of his very nature. And with that, I turn it over to you, Skylar. Thank you very much. We will jump over to Skylar's opening as well. And so with that, indeed, Skylar, the floor is all yours. Yeah, thank you once again for having me on, James. This is fantastic. Uh, so let's, you know, the title of the day is Theism versus Atheism, which has a better moral foundation. Um, obviously, I'm. We are having a little bit of a technical difficulty as Skylar is freezing. And so we will wait for a moment. But I want to remind you, our guests are linked in the description, folks. And so while you're waiting, you can click and hear Skylar anyway. But also, yes, we do want to say their get their links are in the description folks Religious so for person. real skylar we we lost oh. you for about five seconds so i was plugging your guys oh, okay. i was plugging your guys's links but now that we have you back the floor is all yours i'm sorry hopefully you're gonna be all right okay uh so when we're talking about morality really what, what the distinction between ken and i are going to be discussing tonight is basically god made up morality is what i like to refer to it morality you get from the bible the quran uh, the Torah, other different religious sects, and compared to what we as human beings, what we create, right? My only basic argument is that we as humans, we create moral systems, right? These moral systems are suggest subjective based on emotions, opinions, empathy. Everything is connected by your emotions. Um, and that's really all this comes down to. Now, what's going to end up happening in this debate, and this happens every time I, I have a discussion about morality in general, right, is the usually the person who claims is objective morals uh, will never be able to demonstrate they exist, right? And it's, it's not an easy task, especially based on, uh, you know, their, their moral foundation, especially if they've rooted in some type of uh, God, Um you know, I, I could go into the Bible kind of stuff, but that's, it's really not really relevant to some degree. It's not really that important to this debate because uh, I don't know exactly what kind of Bible stuff you accept. I talk to all different types of Christians. You guys have all different types of perspectives on the Bible. Some people, you know, believe God does some of the things that's articulated. Some people don't, right? Some people believe that, you know, God was punishing Nephilim instead of humans. Like there's all different types of, of beliefs out there. Um, but when it comes to morality, listen, I'm open-minded. I would love for someone to demonstrate those objective morals. I would love their, for there to be a God and that God to be the moral foundation. But I don't see any evidence for it. And every time I ask for the evidence, it never seems to get me anywhere. Uh, you know, the, the key to this, you know, what's better? What's a better moral foundation? I guess it just depends on the individual. What do you think's better? Right? This is, this is an opinion. This is a question about what your opinion is. And I'll just say to the audience tonight as you're listening, Right, you you at the end is you make that decision. You think what is who's got the better opinion on a situation, right? I'll say also that you know, oftentimes I'll hear arguments saying you can't have opinions, you know, you can't you can't tell people things are morally wrong, you can't say things are morally wrong because your your morality is not really real, it's not objectively real in the way that you talk about as a Christian. Uh and there's there's nothing stopping me from saying and expressing opinions, moral opinions, political opinions. Uh, it's we I, human beings are free to do that. There's no law of the universe that stops us, right? You may not like it. 
there may be this part of you that's like, oh, that seems hypocritical since morals aren't real and somebody else might like this or might think this is moral and you don't. You can still express them. In fact, that's what we do in a society because in a society, we make legal systems based on our morality, the rules that we most want to live by based on our personal moral preferences. But I think that's enough. I, I really more enjoyed the discussion parts of this. I didn't really write much for here, so we can move on to the discussion. You got it. Thanks very much, gentlemen. And we will indeed move into that open discussion and want to remind you folks, if you have not yet, hit that subscribe button right now and make sure you hit that bell notification with the little ringing symbol. That way you do not miss some of the epic upcoming debates that we have going on. At the bottom right of your screen, I want to direct your attention. Dr. Friedman will be back tomorrow against Dr. Burgess on capitalism versus socialism. That's just one example of many epic debates to come. And so, like I said, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss them live. It's going to be a party. And so with that, thanks so much, gentlemen. The floor is all yours. First of all, I just wanted to say, originally, we were supposed to have this debate tomorrow, St. Patrick's Day. So in that spirit, let me do as we Jews say and go, L'chaim, everybody, L'chaim. <laughs> Where do you want to start tonight, my friend? Well, now, what's interesting is, even in our discussion before we started, um, I did pick up on that James related the title of the debate twice. And one time he used the word moral and the other time he used the word ethic. So I think that would be an interesting way to start because um, the way I would put it is that you, Skylar, are mm. an exclusivist moral relativist where I'm also a moral relativist, but I'm an ethical absolutist. And so we really can't tackle that without getting into a little bit of semantics. Yeah, so I, I would call myself a moral subjectivist, almost a motivist, to where I believe they're almost just basically emotions. So I'm kind of in between. I'm not a moral, uh, it kind of falls into moral relativism, but not exactly. Well, I was taking subjectivist and more uh, relativist to be essentially the same thing. I was just pointing out that it's yeah. exclusive. It's a, the, the exclusive view that you have. Where I well, have I mean, that that's the position I hold. Yeah, I mean, is that what you yeah. mean? Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So that's one issue that we, we need to, I think, get on the table right away uh, is the distinction between morals and ethics or morality and ethics. Because things can get really confusing if uh, we're meaning different things by those terms. I, I guess what what, what, I, what what's the over like? So you were arguing with me. What started this was arguing in the comments about me not being able to, as a moral subjectivist, not being able to give moral opinions. Oh okay. uh, no, no. Um, I wouldn't tackle that. I wouldn't say you can. As you, I agree, you can give an opinion about anything. The, the question mm -hmm. is whether the opinion is viable or cogent or not. So yeah, okay. anybody so, can so, make so, any. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not, I guess I'm just waiting for what the point is here. Like, what are you arguing? <laughs> I, I want to well, get to the argument. Yeah. Yes. What I argued is that as far as I know, in the history of ideas, humans have proposed seven top uh, claimants to foundations for morality. And I just discredited six and left one. 
But again, let me well, maybe just discredit since you just gave a quick like one sentence line to dismiss them and then moved on. That wasn't really we even argue. We could go through them. Why don't we go through them and we can well, argue the merits of them? I think that again, let me let's just discuss the the words. Let's just get semantics semantic right, for a moment. All right, all right. Okay. okay. So I'll just explain what you need to tell me, and I'll, I'll listen to it. Okay. So. Technically, okay, on a technical level, morality refers to the mores, and that merely describes whatever it happens to be that people are doing. So you could look at any culture whatsoever, and, and when once you observe what they're doing, well, that's their morality, it's their mores. So on the, on the technical level, morality is subjective, tentative, relativistic, uh, intrinsic, um, that's what it is on a technical level. Do you agree with my position? That's what I said a, a, a moment ago. We're both moral relativists, but you're an exclusivist moral relativist. Wait, aren't we having a discussion about morality and God here, like the moral foundation versus atheism versus theism? You're a theist, right? Yes. You don't believe morality is rooted in God's nature? I just finished uh, arguing that it yes, is. Yes, I know. That's why I'm confused, because that would be objective. That's not subjective. Right, so the, I gotta finish my definition, which is then when we talk about ethics on a technical level, it refers to the ethos, and the ethos prescribes what people should and shouldn't do. And that's what's absolute, it's extrinsic and it's objective and it's universal, see? But my point isn't really that we should be forced to use the word mores versus ethos because some people refer to what I just defined as ethics they'll call it absolute morals or universal morals and so that's the difference between you and me that's what I was saying you're an exclusivistic uh, moral relativist where I'm a moral relativist but I'm an ethical absolutist because I can see that there's two, there's two levels there's the level your, of where your ethics, your ethics come from God is what you're telling me right Yes, but can you demonstrate that? Well, I think uh, um, a good demonstration would be that the, that humans throughout history, regardless of chronology, geography, or theology, or lack thereof, have always agreed on the ethical level, on the level of the ethos. What ethics are you talking about specifically? And who are you talking about? Everybody's agreed with them. Yeah, as far as I know, okay, I haven't spoken to every single human being who's existed. Well, but well no, but I'm, where were you even getting this information that every human beings have fought this these particular ethics that you're talking about, and what are these ethics? Yeah, so uh, I'll give you actually I'll give you a parochial example, something that's really accessible just, to all just, of us. Okay. Okay. Well, it, but this is an example of one of them, right? Yes. Okay. Beautiful. All right. So. We've all seen in the news that people are tearing down statues, right? And why is that? It's because they consider the people depicted in the statues to be villainous, right? Yes, I think there's, it's more complicated than that, but that's, yeah, that's a simplistic way of saying, sure. And, but, but why were the statues erected in the first place? Because there's a different group of people who considered the people depicted in the statues to be heroic, right? Yes, are you, are you talking about like the Confederate statues in the yes. country? Are you aware of when the Confederate statues went up? Of when they went up? Yeah, yeah. Do you know the time period when they went up? Why they went up? Well, there's 
I mean, there's so many of them that it, it, there's it's, no it one else. The civil, yeah, yeah, well, it was during the civil rights era. This was a way of these cities be able to put their thumbs up, basically, at civil rights activists. This wasn't something that was historical or about history. This was a way of saying F you to people who wanted to segregate their schools and segregate their cities. But, but so but well, yes, that's the reason they wanted to take those statues down is because they were done uh, for those particular reasons. And of course, these were slave owners, right? So, but like I said, we could go ahead. We're gonna say. Well, my point is um, that's an example of conflict. It's moral conflict. You have one side saying, "Hey, this person's heroic." You have the other side saying, "No, no that person's villainous." They're they're yeah. in conflict. True. That's a moral. That's what we do with the Bible all the time. Me and my co-host. Well, we that's, we that's do a show a, about that. Yeah. That's a moral conflict. It's on the moral level. They're disagreeing, see? But my yes. point is, can you notice how they're actually agreeing? Oh, that's what I'm asking. What is the ethic you're talking about? Because okay. I haven't heard it yet. So the point is, both sides would agree that heroism is to be praised, but villainy is to be condemned. That's at the ethical level. And then you get above at the moral level, and that's where the disagreement takes place. Uh, I don't know the if you could go through our history. The application. I think you have uh, heroism kind of becoming a thing, especially in specific time periods uh, and depending on like movies, entertainment. I mean, it's how the stories are kind of built. I mean, I write screenplays, but this is how they're they're based on the hero story, basically. Exactly. So, yeah, but that's not like... So basically now we've claimed an ethic. Now you're saying uh, hero, hero, heroism. I can never say the word right. Uh, some words I can never say. Uh, but... Uh, you're saying that is an ethic. That ethic comes from God. And, I, and I'm trying. Now, how do we know that? Well, because there doesn't seem to be a, an, another option for how all humans That's an would argument agree. From ignorance. Well, it's not. It's the opposite. It's because uh, you say it doesn't seem to be another way to do it. Just because you can't see another way to do it doesn't mean it's possible. How have you excluded the other ways of this coming about, even if I grant it, let's just say I grant it for the sake of the argument. Let's say that that is some kind of universal norm ethic. How, how would I, uh, how would I know that comes from God? Well, see, I'm not claiming, uh, I'm not jumping to a conclusion based on what I don't know. I'm jumping to a conclusion based on what I do know. That's what I'm saying. It's my observation of the history of human ideas. Well, I mean, it's your opinion. Like, I mean, this is your opinion. On as how opposed you to what? Well, I mean, to an objective As, a, as opposed to a, a tablet wherein God wrote with his own finger? I mean, well, I mean, depending on, opinion? well, it, it would depend on like what you're trying to prove, right? Like, for instance, if, if someone was came to me all of a sudden was like, hey, Skylar, I had your baby. And I was like, no, that's ridiculous. Like, I'd go and get a DNA test. I could prove that the thing's not my child. So, depending on what level of thing you're claiming here, Right. right. If you're going to claim that there are these ethics that come from God, and I don't know where, I, does he talk to you? Are you getting them from a book? Are you a Bible-believing Christian? Right. I don't know where you're pulling these ethics from, where you're getting it right now. You're just saying, this is what I see. This is an ethic. I can't, I don't know where to go from there. Well, what I'm saying is that when we observe that at the ethical level, all humans in all times and all places have agreed, then that makes it objective and absolute and universal. And if, if I don't know, if you want to throw out a claim that it's a result of a, a happy long series of accidents then that would be 
something that wouldn't seem to work. That's my. I point. just don't know. I would just say I don't know the answer to the question. I don't know how everything came to be. But then, putting okay, the let, God conclusion in there and say when you don't like, you have no way to know if every culture was like this. I would bet you. I wonder. We could easily probably find this out if we had some type of scholar history here. I'm, I'm sure we can find cultures that weren't just based on that. And what's these other ethics? So we'll give me another one. What's another one of these ethics? And where did you learn them from? That's what I want to know. Well, so what are the ethics? Where are the, yeah. Okay. There's something I'm not really understanding yeah. is why are you arguing with me? Well, I wanted to debate the topic that we had here, but it seems like, 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 Originally, what I was saying to you every, and the comments you've made to me before is I don't have the right to be able to ex express opinions as a no. moral subjectivist. I no. already stated that's not what I stated. Uh, that's not the comment I made, nor would I. Mm -hmm. What well, was I the stated, comment you made? Yeah. What I stated is that you have disqualified yourself from ever condemning anything. So let's argue that. How have I disqualified myself from ever condemning? By by Which taking basically the same thing I just said, <laughs> condemning morally. Well, condemning, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Um, it is the it, same. Go ahead, go ahead, though. How? So why can't I condemn? Because the premise that you provided to us here tonight cannot uh, result in you condemning something ontologically. All you can do is give us your. Uh, personal, subjective uh, opinion du jour about it. That's what condemning is in a moral sense. No, no, it's not actually. Oh, where are you getting uh, your definition of condemning so, here? Well, for example, do you have a favorite ice cream? No, no, no. Where, where's your definition of condemning coming from if it doesn't match that? I'd like to know. Well. <laughs> okay, so, okay, go on because I just showed you again. Once again, you say my definition is wrong, but you're like, oh, well, I don't know where my definition comes from. I mean, it's clearly what it, it's clearly what I articulate isn't your exact wording, but is the same thing. Can you it's, use the word no. condemning? I said saying something's wrong or telling somebody they're wrong. It's oh no, you're, I'm sorry, you're focusing on the wrong portion of the statement. Uh, I was not claiming you cannot make a, a statement that you can't voice an opinion. I was just saying that it's invalid. It's not cogent. That's what I stated up front. Is okay. that how difference? is it not cogent? Okay, so when we talk about ethical systems, if we talk about condemnation, we're talking about um, stating that an action in and of itself, ontologically in its nature and essence, is actually wrong or evil or bad or whatever you want to term it. Where are you getting this from? What's this from? something you can't do. Is this your opinion or is this an actual philosophy book? Are you saying that if I quoted a philosophy yeah, book? No, yeah, no, yeah. Let me, let me explain this why. Is what I find with theists that when I talk to you guys and debate you, when I actually ask for your stuff, you don't ever have it, right? And and I when it's people that I trust with it, and I'm not saying you're being dishonest or lying or anything like that. Um, what it I'm saying is, is that, no, it would, well, it would it may not matter to you. It would matter to me because I don't, if, if I knew you were purposely lying in this conversation, I would end the conversation. But why is that? There's nothing, uh, there's nothing absolutely wrong with lying. It's just your, your personal well, preference. Because I... Me as a person, I can choose to interact with the people that I want to interact with. That's and if right. I feel that and if I feel that people are lying and dishonest people, I don't I can choose not to interact with you. But why right? is that? What's, why, why is that? Why? Because I, I can go based on my emotions, my opinion. Same reason I go and vote, right? Why do I vote against 
hardcore conservatives. Well, well they lock children in cages. On, you shouldn't vote based on emotions. And based our, on um, what? Your opinion that I shouldn't based on my emotions? Like what rules is that set in place? Well, have you have you ever had the the experience it's, it's, where it's where educated you feel, opinions? Yeah. Have you ever had the experience where you feel a certain way about something, so it leads you to a conclusion, but then your feelings change, so your conclusions no. change? It's not only emotions that I vote on, but it's the same <laughs> idea. See, I see emotions and opinions. That's what subjective morality is. They're opinions. I vote on my opinions in politics. Which is why That's one simple. year you could vote one way and the next year the other, because there's no foundation. That's the point. No, well, I mean, you technically as a Christian, you could do the same thing. I don't know if you call yourself a Christian, as a theist, but as a, as a theist, you could do the same thing. I don't know what's stopping you. But my point is that, you know, you've had the experience same that your situation. feelings change. So your conclusions change. So then. That's not true. Feelings changing feelings when you're talking about a mo you're talking about two different things. You're confusing terms here. No, because you told me that your uh, mo your moral conclusions are based on feelings, and I'm pointing out that your feelings change, then your moral conclusions will change, such as they have throughout oh, your life. They have. That's they have actually. Right, exactly. I'll give you that. I'll give you an example. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. That's why we as human beings do things. For instance, when I was a Christian, I believed homosexuality was immoral. Right. When I left Christianity, I realized the only reason I thought it was immoral is because I read it in a 2,000-year-old book. Right. I left it. I never had those emotional connections to it again at that. So that's a way uh, of humans grow. But there's, you, all you're doing is saying, hey, if, if morality is subjective, you can change your morality. Yeah. What, that's how reality works. I mean, I don't know what your point is. Unless you can demonstrate your ethics come from God then all you have is an empty claim that you can't demonstrate. Well, but why is it incumbent upon me to uh, demonstrate that? You don't have to, but that's kind of why we're here to debate. If you didn't <laughs> want to debate, to. Well, well, you know, you if you don't want to debate morality, why'd you show up? <laughs> um, I think you're, now I think you're feeling uncomfortable because this isn't exactly how the comment section goes when you debate people in the comments, man, because I can ask questions back. So are you going to demonstrate that these ethics come from God? And where did you get the ethics come from God? Did you get it from the Bible? Well, now, the question was, why should I, why is it incumbent upon me to provide demonstrations? And you said it's not. Uh, you don't have to. I can't force you to do anything. There's no law of the universe that will make you uh, demonstrate your claims. But listen, if for the audience's sake, and uh, you know, I feel they might want to hear your your claims demonstrated. If you want to avoid it, you know that never looks good in the end, my man. Okay, so let's pause for just a moment because what's happened here is, at least, look, Skylar, I'll give you this much: you're upfront, you're blunt, and you make yourself understood. This is purely about however you feel at any given moment. You have absolutely no foundations for logic, truth, or ethics. And, uh, All right, no there, there we go. All right, let's yeah. debate that. Go ahead, let's demonstrate that. Why should I? When you admitted it. <laughs> All right, so you you've given up. You've given up. I have a foundation. I said I don't know where everything comes from. Is that what you mean? That when I you say I don't have a foundation. Well, is that your whole point has been that this is about Skyler's feelings and opinions? And no, 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 you, no, 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 no. On on morality, we're talking about a singular topic here. Okay, so now you just said that I can't, with my worldview, that I can't have rationality and reason basically presupping me. So demonstrate it. Well, Prove that I can't have rationality and reason. Um, I didn't claim that. My, my claim is a bit more subtle. Uh, you can have those things, but you can't ground them. So you can use them. 
but they're not what your tools. What does that mean? What does that they're mean? Not your you tools. can't you what you can't ground them. What does that mean? It means it's always going to go back to the same thing because it's based on your feelings. So that's why oh, you can't ground. Wait, wait a minute. I wait a minute. I can't ground what? What did you say? Reason, no, rationality, no, no. What, no, what no, else? It, no, I'm asking, what are you saying? What is the claim you were making against me? You're saying that I can't ground these things. Now, you didn't actually say what the, what does it mean to ground something? Are you just saying give an account? Is that what you're basically saying? Uh, no. It's, uh, they're, okay, so they're ontology. Once they come and upon what they're founded, not just using them. I can pick up a hammer and use it, but I didn't build that hammer. It was already there. Sure. So, okay. So you're saying, hey, this is already there. I'm going to pick it up and use it. Sure you can. Sure you can. Yeah. But when we're talking about the, the foundations for morality, we're talking about whence they came. Where did that come from? That's what we're talking about. And you're okay. saying it's our feelings. No, no. What, what I'm saying is I don't know completely where all morality comes from. What I do know uh, is that you haven't demonstrated this morality that you're claiming right? You keep saying there's this morality, there's this morality or ethics, whatever word you want to use, it's fine, but you can't demonstrate it, right? You're avoiding it at every cost. And like, unless you can demonstrate this claim, I'm just going to dismiss it because I don't know what we're arguing about at this point. And if you want to run away from theism, you don't want to talk about theism, that's fine. Uh, it's just, I, I don't, I don't get it. You, you, you never answer me. Where did the, did you get it from the Bible? The ethics, did you get them from the Bible? I stated that very clearly in my opening that they proceed forth from God's very nature and essence ontologically. That is where they come from. How do you know that? Where do you get that information? From various places. So one of them is like I How about the original idea, the original idea you got for it? Where did that come from? It I'm doesn't sure. come from the, is it from the Bible? Uh, the Bible would be a major part of uh, laying it out. So okay. the way I would put it, is that the, the spirit of the law is the parchment upon which the letter of the law is written. So that's what I was saying yeah. before, is that there's a two levels that we're talking about, the ethical level and the moral level. The one is what? absolute, yeah. the other one is not. Why so do you not treat Europe, women so unethical? I'm, I'm trying to understand. Like, I'll do your own standard of ethical your own your own ethical standard why would god treat women so horribly in the bible by making them plunder for spoils of war and things along that nature but i'm not sure what would drive you to uh mm -hmm. imply that there's something wrong with that even if it's true no, I, no i'm just asking from your worldview just a question i didn't imply anything was wrong with it just a question is there is there something ethically wrong with taking women and children as plunder well, if, if we're going to uh, make specific it's, references... It's a yes or no question, man. You don't have to run away from it. You should be well, able to just say, yes, it's unethical to take women and children as plunder. It's, it's real easy. Upon me to fall for false dichotomies. So let me just point a couple things out, okay? Because uh, you you want to bring up the Bible, which is fine. So, so we're talking about theism. Yeah, well, what we're finding in the Bible is that both men and women are created in God's image. Women had the right to own their own land. They received inheritance. They were prophetesses. They were they slaves. Were judges. They were bought they and were, sold to men. They were disciples. Concubines. They were deaconesses. They were teachers. They worked and owned their own businesses. Can you, can you give me one example of a marriage that was consensual in the Bible? They were present at the day of Pentecost. Books of the Bible are named after women. And women were the first at the empty tomb, while the male apostles were hiding in fear. 
you so could sell your daughter like, to get out of debt in the Bible. But there's nothing wrong with that, right? I'm asking you, is there something wrong with that? Silence. Bro, you know, when when people can't, when you can't answer serious moral questions, if you can't say it's morally wrong to to take women and children as plunder, and I didn't even say it was in the Bible. I just asked you a question, right? But you knew it was in the Bible, and you knew you would get in trouble if you said yes. Well, right. I'm not sure so if, like just be genuine with your answers and honest. Okay. Be upfront. That's what I'm asking for. If it's right. yes, if it's a yes, you can explain. If it's a no, you can explain. But don't sit there and pretend like you're not gonna answer the question. That's what you did to okay, me. Okay, right so, so it's not gonna work out well for us if you are playing mind reader. Okay. That is just definitely not gonna work. So let's it's not, not gonna pretend. work if you don't answer my questions either. But I'm trying to get you to answer my questions. Let's just take it one step at a time. Don't play mind reader. My question that you just stepped over is, why are you implying these things are problems when on your view, they're not? Let me explain. Um, So in my view, my worldview is, uh, I view that human, especially children and women, they have have value, right? I have empathy in my heart uh, that wants me to make sure that they're protected. And uh, I, I want good things because personally, I just like that good things happen to people and bad things don't, right? Um, so that's the reasons why I have problems when you say, hey, uh, it's ethical in certain situations to take women and children's plunder because you're enslaving them, uh, enacting cruelty, um, and being uh, very violent towards them. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, that's the problems I have. But, but you, you really just need talked to about things being bad and good, but on your worldview, there's no such thing. It's just- You, you, you don't I, understand moral subjectivity then, if you say that to me, because I, I have know. a moral system where things are right or wrong by definition. I have a definition. Today, today. Yeah, that's how morality works. Right. Can you dem- and, hold on, Kate, can you demonstrate morality works something different than this? Um, absolute morality, of course. Well, sure. okay. right demonstrate that it exists. Yeah, demonstrate that it exists. Well, I already gave the example of things that uh, all humans seem to agree on. Well, yeah, you seem under your opinion to agree on. That's not a very strong argument. Well, I gave sources for it. Do we do we have a source for it or something like a? I gave an example that's that's accessible to all of us, at least living in first world countries with televisions, because we saw this happen and we can see. Okay, they are agreeing about something. How could they agree when they also disagree? And then that shows us that there's a level at which we are applying our relativistic subjective standards, but there's a deeper level in which we cannot get away from agreeing, because the. Uh, we're created in God's image and his ethos is front loaded into us. Right. Like it's absolutely, you would say it's absolutely immoral to take women and children's plunder, right? Um, Is like, is uh, it absolutely under your moral system, absolutely wrong to take women and children and plunder. It is. Okay. There are times. I'm sorry. It is absolutely wrong. So God orders people to do absolutely immoral things. No, um, what I'm talking about is uh, time chronologically based uh, statements. Okay, so is it right now? Yes. It, but it wasn't immoral back then. Right, because there are. Uh, what you just trying to make a point about my morality being different in different time periods as if that was a good point? Um, and now you're uh, just telling me your morality is different in different time points? 
But see, that's why I explained. Uh, uh, oh, it's just a hypocrite. It's just no, hypocrisy. No, no. That's why okay. I stated at the outset that I'm viewing this from two different levels where you only have the one. So your, your contradictory I, view, you're viewing it from two contradictory levels. Well, what do you mean? Are you, are you implying there's He's, a problem with a contradiction? Yes, I can believe contradictions are invalid. It has nothing to do with morality. No, but it also has no uh, foundation in your worldview. Okay, demonstrate that has no foundation in my worldview. Well, you're you can claim it. You've claimed it multiple times now. Demonstrate it. You're a or walk away, man. You're applying. You're um, implying that adherence to logic is some sort of universal imperative, right? Am I implying that? How did I imply that, Ken? That was the question. No, that wasn't. No, no. I, I'm asking you from your worldview, Ken. You're not keep. You're not following. No, right. I am following. The ask me. You can ask me another question if you need to ask me another question. I'll ask you the same question. Please. Are you implying that adherence to logic is a universal imperative? A universal imperative. What do you mean by a universal imperative? A thing that all humans must do. How well do the must they do? How, I don't understand how you're using it in the sentence because how humans, what they must do in what sense of logic are you talking about? Well, so you claim that I was contradicting myself, but I'm asking upon what premise you come to that conclusion and why well, it you, you Well, you would say two different contradictory statements. So what? If you, well, well, I mean, if you don't believe in contradictions are valid, that's fine. I mean, I can't help you. Tell you well, can't. I do, but, but I'm if, asking, I mean, if in order to debate me, you just have to do silly arguments like you can't say contradictions are invalid. You, you think that's a reasonable debate style, Ken? This precept works for you? Well, humans have invested a tremendous amount of time in debating these things. Yes, of course it's valid. Well, I don't know. I don't, but I think your approach here is poor and I don't think that you're, you're able yeah, to, but that's uh, your subjective opinion. Right? Oh, it is. Yeah. No, that is deaf. I'm glad so you I recognize think, uh, subjective what we're opinion seeing now. here is regardless yeah. of the issue, whether we're talking about logic or we're talking about morality, no, we can your measure view is going to be the same. It's going to be that this is how Skylar feels at this very moment. And that's the end of it. Just like how your morality works, where it could be moral in one time period, to take women and children and plunder. And then in another time period, it's not immoral, right? I bet you'd say the same thing about like the other stuff, like slavery too, is that moral in one time period and not moral uh, in another? Well, is that more of your relative morality? I think we both know that that's an enormous topic and I'm not interested in throwing out some one-liners. Um, you already accused me of that. So let me just well, listen, I, We something. have scholarly research that backs that there is so much biblical slavery that goes on the Bible. I mean, this is very well documented. This is even an argument at this point. Oh, there is. And that's why when you get into those yeah. uh, discussions, yeah. you recognize that it's complicated. And when you use the word slavery, it's nice and yeah. juicy. Uh, but you know for well, a you fact know who my co-host is, right? Things. So I was you know who my co-host is, right? Of the Scholar Fiction Show. Do you know who that is? I'm sorry. It's Doctor Josh. Yeah, my co-host of the do of the Scholar Fiction Show is Doctor Josh Bowen, the guy who, yes, who, who really wrote the jumps, book on slavery. Yes, who also jumps to conclusions. I didn't mention his premise. name. I'm sure he does. Um, I'm sure he now, does. You know, it's just like all these empty claims that you keep making. Yeah, but it uh, doesn't matter on your worldview, right? Oh, it does. It does. Well, no, it matters to Skylar Fiction at this very moment. And that's just... Yeah, yeah, my opinion might change. That's how opinions work. They change. Yeah, exactly. So let's keep talking. Maybe you'll... So, but, but hold on. <laughs> but, that's what I'm so confused. Like, are, are, is he, are you saying that's a bad thing? 
What? That, uh, that opinions change? That morals change? Well, I would go into... Um, no, no, yes or no, man. Do you yeah. view it as a bad thing? The problem is like, dude, this is what I'm talking about. You start going into something else. I asked you a direct question, right? And you, because you framed it like it was a bad thing. And then I'm like, I, I, then I'm getting hesitation on you to give me a yes or no. Well, because I always want to make sure I'm not being cornered into a false dichotomy. So I have to think about whether it was one or not. But that's on my worldview. On your worldview, false dichotomies don't matter, right? So is it uh, bad opinions change? I want to make sure I, I answer you. because so you, said, you said it is bad that they change? No, that's what I was about to answer. Well, that's what I was waiting for you. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, okay. So this is obviously a little contentious. I don't want to jump over the questions you're asking. I just want to yeah. take the time to kind of dig into them a little bit before uh, getting to the, to the reply. No, that's, the that's fine. Go ahead. Yeah. So, stands for I can hear you, though. I can hear you. <laughs> Uh-oh. Think Skyler is getting a glass of water. And so oh, I want to remind you folks, if you have not yet, folks, I would highly encourage you. If you have not yet, I am so encouraged that so many people have found apparently Modern Day Debate. The podcast has been useful as we've been seeing increases in the downloads every month. And so that is exciting. Want to remind you that we are on podcast. And so, hey, I pull out your phone right now if you're not already on it. And pull up your favorite podcast app and find us as we've been, like I said, just really encouraged that that's actually been useful to people. Great for drives to work or, you know, long trips driving, whatever it is. So thanks, Skylar. Glad to have you back. And we'll kick it back over to you guys. So it was um, in my court to answer. Of course, it's not wrong to change your opinions as long as they uh, adhere to the ethos because that's absolute. So now I had a question, if I may. Mm, please. So your whole point has been that it's um, primarily based on your feelings, but is it mm, true don't, or false? No, I don't know what you're talking what, what are you saying? What is based on my feelings? Really, anything. Uh, truth no, then, no then, that's, then that's not correct. Okay, truth, logic, or ethics? Not based on emotion. So, so now you're. Um, I didn't. You say, I never said these were based. No, I said. I said emotion morality is based on emotion and moral subjectiveness. I wasn't talking about the laws of logic being based on emotion. Oh no no, uh, but your your application of them. I mean, how do you? What do you mean? So, let me just uh, get to the question then. Now that you ironed that out, and that was helpful. I, yeah. Okay. So. Your point in this debate, which is about the foundations of morality, is that they're founded on your emotions. But on your worldview, is it true or false that on your worldview, emotions are the accidental byproduct of random biochemical neural reactions? I don't know. I don't know. On I don't know where everything comes from, man. I already told you this. Oh. Well, that's great, because then I can keep saying the same thing as you. Hey, I don't know either. And yeah. what are we discussing then? You don't have to. I mean, it's fine. I'm just being honest. I don't know where everything comes from. You, you're the one making claims about the universe and God and stuff. Okay. I mean, if you want to run and, away from those claims me, um, because you don't want to debate them, I'm just being honest. Would you rather me not be honest with you? Well, no, because on my worldview, on, uh, dishonesty is uh, absolutely unethical. Uh, except so when it, God has look, holy, his spirits, like, trick so look, people, if, but whatever. If you don't know where it comes from, I just want, then instead of asking you, I'll just tell you, on your worldview, 
Feelings are the accidental byproducts of random biochemical neural no, reactions dude, that occur I don't, no, no, within the not. accidental no. uh, brain that was haphazarded together when life accidentally came into being on an accidental Earth in an accidental universe. I mean, so, okay. Okay, so you're having these experiences. You're telling me my worldview. I appreciate it. Right? It's not cogent. It is not viable. I, I, don't, I don't accept your analysis of my worldview. Let's make an argument. That, that's here. fine. Can, you, can we make an argument, or are we just going to try to just tell me but, your opinion? This whole debate is just been based why, on your opinion. You don't have to accept it, but that's why I asked you ahead of time. And then when you said you didn't know, that's when I thought I would explain it to if you. you. What I'm saying, no, 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 that's your claim. That's not exactly what I believe. All I said is I don't know where everything comes from. I didn't you, ask you, what you did where it, everything you, comes from. That's what I. That, but actually. that is what I. But that is what I said, because these questions you're asking are about the beginnings of the universe, right? Where do, how, why is reality the way that it is, is basically the question that you're asking me in simple terms, right? And then you're expecting me to be able to account for how reality well, functions and why it functions and why it's exactly <laughs> this way, right? And then when you say God did it, and I'm like, can you demonstrate that? You're just like, let's go back to you, Skylar. So, bro, I don't, well, like, if you could demonstrate any of these claims, we can have an argument, bro, but like right now, you're just, you're basically just saying that you can account for something without demonstration. Well, I didn't go full-blown uh, cosmogony. I don't mind doing that, but I also wouldn't expect you to answer like a like an expert cosmogonist. I mean, if you want to go to the origins of the universe, that's fine. Um, on your view, it's accidental, isn't it? I don't know. Okay, and that's maybe fine. maybe we're created by something. Yeah, I, I'm open. I was a deist for quite a bit of time. And so that's the issue is when I try to understand what found, what are the premises upon which you're jumping to your conclusions, they all seem to be, I don't know, let me just talk about my conclusion. No, the, no, the problem is, is you don't want to debate the topic. You want to talk epistemology. What's the topic of the debate? Theism versus atheism, which has a better moral foundation. Now, how have you argued your moral foundation is better this, this evening? Have you done that? By starting out with the seven best options humans have uh, concocted, as far as I know. Okay, the best options according to your opinion? Uh, according to what I can see about the history of ideas. Okay. How, others, how did you do research? I mean, how did you do research for this? Was this if like there are others, I would absolutely love to know about them. I'm not even claiming that there aren't others. I'm just uh -huh. saying that that's what the conclusion that I've come to. So if the reply is that um, we can uh, reject that um, objective, um, absolute moral uh, ethics are extant and evidenced by the way that people comport themselves, because I like the option that it's based uh, on my feelings, then no, then that, that argument doesn't work for you. You can't like saying that this is going kind of to SJ argued before saying that like people, do you view, if you view that you can look at people and determine whether morals are objective, right? That's not, that's not the way you can do it. Right. Because if it just depends on what time period you go to at one time period, slavery is going to be moral for all these people. Right. Maybe not the people who are enslaved. Well, well, let, me ask like, you, let me yeah. ask you something. This doesn't work for you. Yeah. Let me just ask you something. Are you claiming that, uh, say, when the Egyptians enslaved my people, are you claiming that they the Egyptians. Yeah, that did never happen. That sounds like another debate. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. Well, there's no evidence well, of it, but okay. Of the, the Egyptian, the Jews being captured in Egypt is no. No okay. one takes that seriously. Let's revise that so we don't get sidetracked. It don't matter. Um, you can say the same thing. It's fine. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay. I'll take the principle of it. Are you saying that when the Egyptians enslaved my people, the Egyptians were thinking and saying to themselves, slavery is so bad and horribly evil that we're going to do it to, to that nation? Or were they saying, hey, slavery is a good thing. It's going to benefit us. Let's enslave that nation. I, I think they were probably pragmatic and thought, hey, this will, they need to get stuff built and it's cheap yeah. labor. Yeah, I And they agree. thought it was morally correct to exploit people exactly. like that. Exactly. I, I agree completely. Now, do you see the point? No. They were talking, they were justifying their actions, saying that it was a good motive. That's what they had to do before doing it. And that's my point. That's the absolute objective, extrinsic, universal ethos working within them that had them justify their actions, just like anyone else who has ever done anything wrong will first sit down and determine, I have a good reason for doing this. Yes. Well, this is why in the Bible, you have all these stories about, you know, humans committing genocide against children and all types of women, right? Because they justify it in different ways. They'll say that it's justified in, in 1 Samuel, they'll say it's justified for what, you know, the Amalekites did this, you know, to the Israelites when they were leaving Egypt, right? Like for every story, there's some kind of justification for it. I argue, so like, a thing like executing babies isn't absolutely wrong under your moral world, your, on your moral worldview, an ethical thing, because God literally has human beings execute babies in the Bible. All this stuff that you can't, you could literally, I could list all these heinous things and you would have to say that this is an absolute ethic, basically, because God does it. I would agree that uh, I think there's two things that definitely separate us from the animals. One is that we justify our actions and two is fashion faux pas, but that's another issue. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that we might have just very quickly jump right over my point, which is that you can see that they had to justify their actions before committing them. They didn't say, hey, we're so happy being evil and doing bad that that's what the- Well, the some of them did. There were some people in history that enjoyed doing awful, what I would call awful and evil things to people. But see, uh, then the justification Lots would people, be actually. the justification would be that it's because of for their own enjoyment. So it's still a good. Yeah, it's just yeah, opposed to like God and revenge in the Bible, where He kills children and women because of revenge for what people uh, generations did you know, years beforehand. Like, wouldn't you say that's unjust? Is to to hurt people that haven't committed the sin they're being punished for? But I, I, I'm afraid that we're just plowing right through the point. Which is um, that I know you don't want to deal with what I'm saying, and you're you're gonna you're gonna avoid it again, like every other point I've made about Bible. Well, but go ahead. Know, What's the point you want to make, man? That's it's frustrating. I just love what I wish you would uh, deal with what I say, but I guess I'm not gonna get that from you. Well, that's hyperbolic, obviously, and there's no reason we can't get to it. But I, I keep it's, saying what's hyperbolic. To, the statement you just made. So my point is that you can see that regardless. People are constantly having to deal with the fact that they have this absolute ethos within them 
they and then don't. they have to twist it and turn it any which way to justify what they're doing. And that's the This point. isn't a debate. This is just an assertion. I mean, unless you can demonstrate this with any kind of evidence or any kind of documentation to prove this, like this isn't a debate. You're just claiming, these are just claims about humans. And this is what you're saying they do. I, I don't know what you want me to do with this, man. Well, you agreed for one. To what? You just finished agreeing that we justify our actions to turn any evil we, thing we want to do into a good thing. Yeah, but that, that evil is relative to the person. What somebody thinks is evil is completely different than others. There's been cultures. I mean, God, I mean, this well, is the thing. You're trying to say that throughout all of human history, these, whether seven ethics, I believe is what you said, uh, no. there have always been there. Bro, I, you're, you're back and forth, man. You say, didn't explain it again. What are these things that exist? Are they ethics? Are they morals? You said they come from God. Explain. I just want to point out, there's times where you claim I'm refusing to answer things, and it's because you're not actually following the argument step by step. At this point, then do a better job articulating it. We're if it's not going through, you got to find a way to articulate it better. We're, we're at the stage where we both recognized that human beings always have to justify their actions when they want to do something bad because no, they know it's wrong. I don't. I don't agree that all you, human beings well, uh, I agree that human beings do do that. I do agree that human beings do not all human beings do that. Okay, then I need an example as to when they don't do that. Somebody who's mentally handicapped might do something that would be con considered inappropriate to some, and uh, they have no control over it. But um, that is one of the complicated issues, but they would still be doing it because they found some kind of benefit in it. Such as Not necessarily good. if they're very mentally handicapped. I mean, one, I've, I've, you know, I've, I was going to say I worked with, but uh, let's say I volunteered in some situations where we've seen, I mean, kids will hit each other and stuff like that, but they don't realize what they're doing in, in, along that line. So no, they're not accountable. But I hate, you know, under Christianity, everyone's guilty, right? Like as soon as you're born, we're all punishable well, by death. We could all die and be killed by God. Well, that the thing is, um, on an uh, on an atheist worldview, um, let's see. Let's not deal with what I said and flip it over to the atheist again. Go ahead, my man. Well, if you think back to just the the previous statement I made, I responded directly to it. So, just constantly stating that I'm avoiding an issue doesn't mean I'm avoiding it, right? That's just an uh, an opinion based on emotions. But incidentally, I mean. Um, the thing is on on an atheist worldview because you keep coming up with with examples of evil pain and suffering right but um on, a, on an atheist worldview these actually are beneficial to our evolution as many top atheists have argued even some of them arguing that rape was uh, beneficial to evolution and so well, the, there's the no bible supports rape so that's another thing the bible does you don't want to talk about that, do you? Well, not if you're using it as uh, smoke and mirrors. Let's let's look over here, everybody. Uh, no. Well, no. I'm just I'm showing how your morality is inconsistent. Theist moral foundation is one big contradiction, right? Well, because God apparently okay, you're, 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 you're complaining hold about on. rape here, but then I'm going to be able to go to the Bible and show you where God told you you can go capture women, virgin women, and force them to marry you. 
And so, then you're going mean, to have to admit, and then you're going to have to admit that you can't say that's ontologically wrong, nor is it illogical to be. Oh no, I yeah, I can't say that it's objectively wrong, but I can point out that that is a contradiction. Unless you're saying it's moral for God to order people to rape people, and if that's where you want to go, my man, you can go ahead. But if th if you think the only the argument that you have against me is just saying, well, your morals aren't really real, Skylar, like that's not an argument. That's just reality. And unless you can demonstrate your morals are really, really real, like, well, hold do on it. If you can't, then you just have an empty claim and but you're just it, telling me about your morality that you can't demonstrate. But is it true or false that on your view, worldview, uh, reality is accidental? And there, I don't know if that reality is accidental. You see, that's didn't I tell I you that earlier? That that's what that is so convenient about your position is that do you think no I'm matter, being dishonest. Um, what I'm saying is what's convenient about your position is why are you saying it's convenient? I mean, what is it, is it attack to say it's dishonest or is it just the truth that you find it convenient because it doesn't work against what you're the, saying? The rest of my sentence was going to elucidate why I thought it was oh, inconvenient. Okay. Just so want to make it's, sure it's, because it's, you, you wander off right, a lot in other things that aren't the question. Let's, let's give them a, a chance All to, right, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's convenient because whenever you paint yourself into a corner, you just throw up your hands and say, well, I don't know. And then, well, that's it. And that's my point been all along. You don't know. You just have feelings that are based on accidental biochemical reactions, period. And you prove, can do you, can you prove your knowledge, this claims that you're making? Because if you can't, you're a hypocrite. You're complaining about me not being able to prove something and saying, I don't know. But then on the other hand, you're saying, hey, I have an answer for this, but you can't demonstrate it. So can you demonstrate it? Or are you just going to keep making the claim and saying my honest answer of I don't know the convenient answer that makes you feel uncomfortable, right? Uh, can you demonstrate this, this stuff you're claiming? If not, kick rocks, man, because it's seriously like this isn't a debate if you're just making empty assertions. Well, let me take a step back um, because the debate is the foundations for moral and your ultimate answer is I don't know. So therefore you have no argument. You have no, no, debate. no, no, no. You see, the problem is you keep switching our conversation about morality and then ultimate knowledge about our universe. You keep bringing up the epistemology aspect of how we know things, the world. And that wasn't the debate time. And that's what we keep getting. You keep mixing up the terms. So no one said that. So go ahead. It's got to correct you. That isn't what was said. Well, ultimately, your answer to the debate title question is that you don't know, but you think it's feelings. Okay, there it is. All right, what, what's the question? Atheism or, or theism, which provides a better foundation for yeah, morality. Yeah, okay, so you, do you remember my opening where or I said ethics. this will always <laughs> this will always be an opinion debate because there is no op, there is no objective standard to measure which one has the better moral foundation. You remember that part of my opening when I said that? And, my, and my counter argument has been various examples of how the ethos level of this discussion is absolute over and over again. So, for example, do you have a favorite uh, flavor of ice cream? Yeah, strawberry. Strawberry. Okay, so that's subjective, right? Your, your preference, your opinion is that strawberry is the best, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah that, that is an opinion, yeah. But what is absolute is that flavor exists. That's one level, and then which one you choose is the other level, Great. you see? Just, just show that morality that exists, and we're good. The bait's over. I lose, right? Show me the morality. I'm showing you the ice cream, my man.
Where's the morality? Can you show me? You haven't. No. Numerous times. Just simply appealing to what you said was most people, in my opinion, have followed these morals is not an okay. argument. That's okay, that's basically an opinion. It's it's not even educated um, opinion. Yeah. So let's let's say that I grant you that that's fair enough for just momentarily. Um, and you're asking me how I can prove that absolute or universal morals, what I call absolute ethics, um, is real. Okay. How on earth would I be able to do that except to give you these numerous examples of how all humans agree on certain things? Well, the problem is you haven't, okay, let's just take your claim, right? Your first one's that you're, you're, the argument you're making is all these humans believe X and it's been the same through all out history. Okay, you haven't demonstrated that premise, right? Well, You've just said, this is what I've seen, this is what I think, right? Can you demonstrate that premise or no? I have various times. You just seem to want to what, ignore what, what, How is it demonstrating it? By simply saying that in my view, this is what you literally said, in your view from what you've seen, all people have found, follow these ethos, right? Well, how is that, how is that, in, like, how is that demonstrating anything? Well, for one, I don't have a problem admitting that I'm not omniscient. I don't have a problem with that. Right? I don't know, remember that? I don't okay. know. Um, so in a way, yeah, of course, all I can do is tell you what my observations, what else could I do? You want me to produce yeah. tablets that have been- Yeah, I mean, do, like when, when people prove things, right? Like you can do, you can write a paper on it, right? Show us your, the, the, use the scientific method, <laughs> demonstrate what you're claiming is true. Listen, I, if you can't do it, that's fine. Just say you can't. That's fine. But if you say you can't, I don't need to take you seriously. Okay, and numerous it's just your opinion. And it's your opinion that I haven't. So unfortunately, because you're imposing your worldview mm. onto this debate, you're saying all we have is opinions and you're destroying debate. When it you're comes to morality. Argument. Listen, I, I'm happy for the audience to judge this debate, man. I think it's not going to go well for you. So it's fine. That's why I do these, just so other people can see my opponent's worldviews. This is, I mean, this is, um, yeah. Well, I guess that's that's an interesting observation because I think that what we've seen is that your worldview has no premise for anything. All you have is um, chemical that's, byproducts that you call feelings. Okay, this well, is an empty, empty claim. But it but how could it be when you have no premise upon which to, to determine that it's an empty claim? To, to determine for to determine what? What I just said that you what? How do you determine that it's invalid to make an empty claim? Well, just because you feel well, like contradictions are invalid. Let me give you an example. Let me give you a quick. Let me let me demonstrate a truth that I can know. Right. Like, for instance, I know that I'm not your God. That's a fact. I'm well, not your no. God. Right. <laughs> That's a fact. I've just demonstrated that I know facts and I can reason and logic. So you have no argument. Well, my argument there would be that you can employ logic as you could pick up a tool and use it. But you're begging, borrowing, and stealing from my worldview. That doesn't come from your worldview. But you can't demonstrate your worldview to be true now, can you? Well, for one, uh, under mm, your system, no, I... so okay. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, go back to my system because you can't admit that you can't demonstrate your worldview to be the case. Well, well, of course I can. Okay, demonstrate but, it. To be but, the case, demonstrate the morals are objective. It's like with that. We've, we've been over this. Uh, it's like a broken record. You don't like the yeah, fact maybe, that- Maybe we should go to Q&A because I don't think this is really going anywhere, think, to be I honest with that, you. I think that you don't like the fact that I'm able to provide you examples of um, 
all humans in different cultures and different types oh, of history yeah, always agree on the same basic basic level. Name name what are, you said there's seven of them. How many of them are there? It sounds like you're going to have to go back and listen to. No, the, I just want to. I'm asking you, man. How many are there? I would imagine it's virtually innumerable. I mean, I don't know how to quantify them. Okay. And you got all this information from the Bible? No, I got it from studying history, thinking, logic, philosophy, uh, the history of ideas. I mean, okay. there's so many right. avenues. From Na the name seven. Name seven of them. We got two already. We'll, we'll go with your two that you already said. So name five more. Should be easy. Know. I don't know where you're getting this from, but so for instance, uh, no, no, listen, man, this is, audience, this is the tell, right? When you can't like literally list off the thing you're arguing for and claiming exist, this is the tell. Audience, Come on, man. Audience, this is the tell. When I'm asked a question, I begin my reply and he interrupts me to tell me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell, tell me the five. Go ahead. Come on. Well, give me five on. things. You're, you are let's interrupting him let's again. Let's see if you do. Well, let's, let's hear. Um, I'm just going to state this for the sake of the audience, because obviously Skylar has no premise upon which to demand that I provide evidence for anything. See, we're avoiding the question. Right. You're avoiding the question. You're talking about me and my, in my epistemology instead of dealing with what I just said. It's the way we know you're dodging. Come uh, on, five. What are the five I, things? Give me five. You interrupted my statement to claim I'm dodging. Let's talk more about the things that are happening in the debate besides debating. All right, man, come on, bro. This is It just doesn't seem like you're interested in back and forth dialogue. You, you well, go into other topics to dodge. For uh, almost an hour now. Uh, and it's Tyler. been painful, extremely painful for me, to be frank with yeah, you. Yeah, but pain is just your emotions, right? And they'll change. Don't worry about yeah, it. Well, well, yes, well, hopefully, hopefully after the show, I won't be in going, pain. Hopefully... We're going to go into the Q&A soon, so want to give you a reminder, folks. Oh, actually, this is the first time I've announced it. Amy Newman and I have updated the description box. So in addition to our guest links, which are there in the description box, including if you are listening via our podcast, you can find our guest links there as well now. And also want to let you know, Amy Newman's after show is linked in the description now as well. And so... Uh, I know that you guys are probably wanting this to last forever, but uh, would it be okay if we jump into the Q&A in a minute or two? Yes, I Let's just find it uh, not very helpful that a tactic is that when I'm in the middle of replying, he jumps in to claim I'm not replying. And that's a good way to get me to not reply because now you just uh, made it so I have no more time. Well, it's just a waste of time when you're talking about something that's not the question I asked you. When you start talking about my epistemology, which wasn't the question I asked you, right? You felt that you need to tell the audience for a 10th time uh, your assertion about how I can't account for anything, whatever. But you, you, you don't have to answer. It's okay. The audience will just judge you for what you're... I made it clear that that was just a, a premise for me answering. Uh, just because I wanted to speak to the audience about it, even though you have no premise for it. But just interrupting my answer to claim I'm not answering, uh, anyone can see through that, my new friend, Skylar. All right. Uh, my dearest friends, Skylar and Ken, we are thrilled to jump into these questions for you guys. And we do appreciate you guys just for being with us. And we want to let you know, folks, Modern Day Debate, I forgot to mention at the start, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics, and we want to let you know, folks, 
you, no matter what walk of life you are from, we hope you really do feel welcome. We're glad you're here. Christian, atheist, agnostic, you name it, folks. We are glad that you're with us. And so thanks so much for your question. This one coming in from Ghostlight asks, question for Skylar. How can you claim that the Old Testament events are evil if you are a moral anti-realist? You, well... That's, I'll, read it. I'll leave it at that. Go ahead, Scott. No, no, that's good enough. I get the question. Uh, so we usually, typically, that's not what we do. So me and my show, I don't just say, look at this big, meanie, evil God of the Old Testament Bible. That's not what we do. What we do is we show moral contradictions. Uh, you know, a lot of times Christians will argue that God is the moral foundation. We didn't get to talk about the Bible too much. Ken didn't want to do it. Uh, but... Uh, what we'll do is we'll show how this is supposedly part of God's nature and it's a contradiction. It's like God loves children, but he executes them. God loves women, but he has them raped in certain situations. So that's what we do. That's, that's, that's what we do. We show contradictions in the Bible, but I'm not making moral judgments. We're going to jump so, into this. Yes. So in other words, whenever Skyler points to the Bible and it sounds as if he's saying that something is wrong, he, he is not. He cannot claim that anything written in the Bible is wrong or evil or bad. He's just pointing out a contradiction, and yet he has no premise upon which to uh, claim that a contradiction is uh, cogent because he has no system whereby to premise logic. To him, it's just an accident. Yeah, I just, this is just all empty assertion. Next here. question. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, this yeah, it's isn't part of the debate. I'm just saying it's just empty assertions here from I don't I can account for things. Next up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go no, no, I think, go ahead. Mom. Well, you didn't provide a premise. All right, we do have to go to the next uh, one. Let's I do go have to the question. Next up, Frank's yeah. 92. Thank you for your question or comment said under his claws, Ramen. Mm. Ramen. Under his claws. Magellan said this the issue is that God's nature and being is a completely arbitrary concept, which is also by definition also always moral it's just gibberish mm. ken what do you think do you agree? i'm not sure how a, a being's being is arbitrary i mean i i don't even understand how that's an issue gotcha and magellan also says the second issue is that if you don't accept the bible in its entirety you have become the moral authority not the bible Books is that for Skyler? Yeah, it confuses me. But no, yeah. Dave Gar, thanks for your uh, super chat. Said for the for the after show. Thanks for introducing me to intermittent fasting. Have so much more energy now. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm like a really big intermittent fasting guy. I love it. Uh, Kent Hoven CPA. Okay, we're not reading that. Magellan, thanks for your question. Said Ken knows he has no more foundation for morals than Skyler. He is also afraid. To give an example of a moral from God because it will be baseless. Well, for one, I do intermittent fasting uh, while I'm sleeping, for sure. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I'm <laughs> and, sorry, that was like a two-part question. Would you break it up into the two parts? Yes, they said, Ken knows. And I always put a little bit of spit on these just for kicks. He's mind reading, by the way. I'll do it to Skyler as well. But they say Ken knows he has no moral foundation than compared to Skyler. 
He is also afraid to give an example of a moral from God because it will be baseless. Okay, so for one, uh, sure, if atheism is true, I'm on the same boat as Schuyler, and we're just lost in moral relativism. May the fittest win. Yeah, absolutely, no question about it. Uh, atheism is a universal acid that corrupts everything it touches, obviously. Um, as to my example, again, uh, maybe listen to the debate again, because I've, I've listed uh, several examples and pointed out that as far as I can know, um, all humans have always agreed on them. We've been through this. Gotcha. It's like and... a Schuyler tactic. It's denying what has been, uh, denying that something that happened didn't happen. Or, the problem um, is you're just claiming that this is the case and you haven't demonstrated it to be the case. You're just claiming that these are things that people have found ethical throughout all of history. You haven't demonstrated it. That's the problem. That's why they're saying this to you. But uh, not only did I, but you agreed. And then I asked you, how else could I do it? And you don't no. seem to have an idea. That's not how that worked. That's, uh, yes, it did. Gotcha. Okay. Next up, this one coming in from Chris Gammon. Appreciate it. it. says, Ken saying, I don't know where everything comes from, does not mean that everything happened by accident or is random. And I Amen. think you know that. Um, my statement was that um, the ultimate answer uh, an atheist will have to any question is that it just happened. It, it, it's a happenstance, a coincidence, a chance. It's an accident. Accidents causing accidents causing accidents don't lead to universal premises, not universal imperatives either. Next up, this one coming in from Endo XD, thanks for your super chat, said, Ken, since your basis of morality is God, my question is this. How did you determine God is good? Is the way you determined this subjective? Please don't respond with a claim. Well, what I argued in my introduction is that ethics proceeds forth from God's very nature and essence, and that essence is unified, so it's conflict-free because God is one, and yet it's diverse amongst the persons of the Godhead. So it's a true and dynamic relationship that is benevolent based on that. Gotcha, and thanks for your question. Will Stewart, who is challenged, he has thrown his hat into the ring. He says he wants a piece of you, Skyler. And he also says, Skyler, who is the author of your morality and what authority do you have to impose that morality on others? Well, I'm the author of my morality. Uh, you know, I, I do kind of impose it on my children a little bit. I guess, I guess I do teach them what I find to be morally right and wrong. Uh, but I don't, I don't really try to impose it on others. I do vote, though. I will vote for people who respect the LGBTQ community and that uh, care about immigrants and things like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I do it in, in the sense of voting, but that's what I would say. But I would be happy to debate. Just contact James. Make this happen. And you know what's interesting, uh, Skyler, is that I, too, am a dad, and I learned more theology just by becoming a dad than I have any other possible mm -hmm. way. But the ultimate answer to that question is that, uh, no, uh, Skylar just has feelings and he cannot impose on them on anybody nor use them to con condemn anybody. Oh, I can condemn people all day long, my man. You just say I can't. Next up, this one coming in from EndoXD, striking again. Lightning is struck twice. He says, Ken, oh. the Bible says that God is unchanging. Therefore, what he deems good 3,000 years ago is good today. Why do you say, quote, it was okay back then, but not now? 
because I've con consistently discussed the two levels. So God being unchanging is at the foundation, the all-fond level. Uh, and then what he, like, okay, let's just make it easy. Let's just simplify this. Skylar and I both know that you'll give your kids a certain amount, certain rules, and as they get older, you change them, and then they get older and you change them uh, because you're, you're kind of dealing with them on the level that they're, that they're able to handle. So that doesn't mean we've changed. That means they've changed, and that means that we can see they have more responsibility and common sense now. We can allow them to do different things. So that, that has no bearing on us. It has a bearing on them. You know, unless you commit adultery and then you're dead, if you're a disobedient child, then you're dead. If you're gay, you're dead. If you well, are a man that wears a dress, you're dead. Yeah. So this is all from you know this is God's this is God's moral commands to kill gay people and all these other things. So and yeah. You, so in context of the Bible, hey, can you? It's the question. Just answer the question, man. Uh, so listen, and, and I, I listen. Well, apparently there's nothing wrong under your world. Hold on, hold on, one second, one second. So wait a minute. And there's nothing wrong under your worldview about it either. So okay. So, um. Basically, I've got you guys on mute. I've got you guys on mute. Uh, I hate to do that, but just because I, I dude, I understand, right? I might have misunderstood. So I, I've been wrong before. But did you did you ask Ken a question, or I, I didn't remember? Well, he's just elephant hurling. So he knows that there's no way to deal with those issues right now. So okay. let's go to the next question. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm just saying, I'm well, no, he's, but my thing is he's just saying that like, he's saying, well, they're not really immoral under your worldview, but these things are perfectly moral under his because this God does them. So like to say like, as a point, hey, scholar, you, you can't say this is wrong, but you can't say it's wrong either. Why are you being a hypocrite about these issues? It's and hysterical. You can't say, and you can't say hypocrisy you, you, is absolutely you can't wrong. Say, you, you can't say slavery is absolutely wrong. You can't say child execution is absolutely wrong. You can't say God commanding soldiers to rape women is not absolutely wrong. So drop it, bro. You don't, you don't matters. actually... You, yeah, except that, that God orders people to do it. It does matter. I'm sorry. Listen, okay, if under your worldview, you don't care if women get raped, that's up to you. If you don't care that babies are executed, that's up to you. It does matter to me. And I'd appreciate it if you stop lying to the audience and saying it doesn't mean anything. We can keep it, going. You, it's just disingenuous and dishonest. Because point. the question originally Fred, targets... Okay. Because okay. the question originally targets Ken, i got to give him the last word, and we're going to move the next one from Amy. So, Ken, if you want the last word on that, I'll give you the last word since the uh, Super Chat was originally targeting you. Yeah, I mean, even members of the audience have already expressed that they see that's what you're doing. You're listing things that you can't say are wrong, and you can't say that they're a contradiction. You can say them. You but, can't say they're wrong either. Uh, but, see, I'm, I, I wouldn't uh, But, with... see, yeah, but it was right, moral in that on, time period. It was moral when I said it was moral. I don't think Ken's Such a hypocrite. Yes, it is. Such a hypocrisy. Unbelievable Morals are relative to the time period. You guys are energetic. Women and children plunder. You discredit yourself. I did promise Ken the last word. I do because, like I said, the objection was to him, and so I don't want to gang up on last word. Okay, gotcha. Amy Newman says, running an after show after the debate. Question for Ken. Don't you think it's immoral and a viral? Uh-oh. <laughs> no, 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 hold on. Let me, okay. Question for Ken. Don't you think it's immoral and a violation of free will to drown an entire planet of people? I was not laughing at the question. I was laughing at something unrelated, but go ahead. Not if there's a justifiable reason for doing so. 
Next up. There's no reason Rock. to kill babies. No the, uh, justified so reason to kill babies. Back. Uh, please, please let him answer why it's justifiable to kill babies. Healthy uh, babies, we should say. We'll give you the last You know that the, the problem here is you're, you're simplifying this too much. We both agree, I'm sure, that if a mother's life is in danger, then it's unethical to stand by and do That's nothing. That's why I said healthy baby. I didn't hear the other because oh, uh, you yeah, the healthy kind baby. of... Yeah, well, the thing is, is like, we're not talking about babies that we're going to die. We're talking about healthy babies in the Old Testament, but you know. But you can't say there's something ontological. But you can't say you can't say there's nothing wrong with it either because God drowns babies. God, you're a hypocrite. So But it doesn't matter on your world. I know, but you're just a hypocrite, though. By definition, you're a hypocrite. I'm sorry that you're a hypocrite. Oh, boy. All right. So, Jafredo Zarabio says, Skyler, if you say it's okay to change morals, why say changing his morals is not okay? I think they're saying, why are you saying? Yes, it's not I know. Okay. okay. Well, the reason why it wouldn't be okay is because it's a, it, they believe God is unchanging and the morality is rooted in his nature. Take something like lying. God, like he used earlier, lying is something that is always immoral, no matter what situation. So there's not a time where it no. would be moral no. for, well, would you let me finish? And maybe I'll, you'll, you'll hear the part you want to hear, right? So the thing is, is so when you talk about morality and God's foundation, Right. He can never lie because that would go against his nature. But for some reason, executing children, commanding soldiers to take virgin women doesn't go against God's nature. That's why we're talking about if he's talking about morals change, that means God's uh, moral nature changes. That's why we're bringing up the contradictions of why it would be invalid. So the question was just yet again, pinpointing the fact that this oh, wait, is well, really one, I do want to forgive me just so we don't go too long. I, I do want to give uh, Skyler the last word on that. Although there is an extra part to it. Um, Skyler, they also asked, uh, they said it might be part of the original question. They said, or an argument you've ever used against Christianity, if they've done what's okay. Um, I just Maybe. don't understand that. Um, so <laughs> sorry, Sid, Sid Um Maybe but, I'm just saying that I can't, I, never mind. Go ahead. Well, take take a stab at it. We'll give him a shot. I, I don't. You might. Have the only thing I can think is he's saying that, uh, like, uh, I can't say that something's morally wrong. Once again, it's just he's saying, well, if if, if that's their morality, it's the Bible's morality. How are they wrong? If that's just their opinion, gotcha. um, that's basically I think what he's getting at. You got but it. And human beings sorry. can express opinions. That's how it works. Thank you very much, <laughs> Zirafa, for your question. Said, Ken, can you condemn anything? Even if ethical dichotomy between heroism and villainy existed objectively, you still use subjective morals to judge who's a hero and who's a villain. Well, of course I use subjective morals, given my technical definition at the beginning of this debate. So that's no point against me. Uh, my point has been that there's these two levels. So my subjective uh, level decision is based on the absolute. That's been my point. Skylar only has the subjective level. I have both, and I use the one to inform the other one. Gotcha. So that's why when you get to issues such as, well, look at what God did. Isn't that terrible? But God's actions on this level are based on his nature at this level. Gotcha. And this next question in or coming in from S.J. Thomason, Skylar's old friend. We, you guys have been friends forever. S.J. says, wow. justification proves we have a godly conscience yes okay, okay. Uh, yeah I, I get that you're like that's the claim that's evidence now but unless you guys can articulate how that works 
We did, and you agreed that that's what people do. No. Next up, oh, that's okay. It's on record now. SJ no, with no, the no. combo. She comes back with another. Says Skylar just admitted only a quote mentally handicapped person would not try to justify bad actions. That proves Ken's point. We have a God-given conscience. Thank God. Nice. Uh, no, my conscience is very different from the God of the Bible. Next up, Steven Steen. I'm pro-life, for instance. He's not. <laughs> Your twin brother, Steven Steen, is in the chat. He Ooh. says, atheists have the same moral foundation as Christians. They just pretend the moral foundation doesn't exist. Checkmate, Ken. So atheists the have opposite. the moral foundation of the truly existing triune God? Wait, wow. this is, this is, is they're, they're, I can't, I, I gotta get, I gotta let Skylar respond to that one. They were, they're challenging Skylar. No. <laughs> Say it one more time for me, my man. I'm sorry. Atheists yeah. have the same moral foundation as Christians. They just pretend yes. the moral foundation. Okay. Thank you, James. <laughs> James, thank you for uh, rectifying that. I definitely, uh, I, I did a, a, a dyslexic flip on the meaning of that. Oh, you got uh, it. No problem. I, I feel like this this works the same way. The opposite. I feel like that we're all moral subjectivist, and what we have is the Christian claiming. Agreed. This is why I try. This is why. Well, I mean, I'm. Just, if any point in this debate, besides just appealing to something you think about people do, like it would have been an argument for objective morals, it would have been fantastic. But all I got from you was, hey, I think all these people have the same ethic throughout history without any demonstration. And I asked how else I could do it, and you we didn't have an opinion. So I it is true you that we're all moral subjectivists, but you're lost in your assertiveness. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry, James. All I'm right, sorry. you guys. Band for Life, thanks to your super sticker. Appreciate your support. And Mr. Lightning20 says, you can buy your slaves from the heathens that surround you, parentheses Leviticus. How is endorsing slavery morally superior to secular opposition to slavery? Well, I'm not sure why they're characterizing opposition to slavery being uh, strictly secular. That's that's definitely a myopic view. Next up, well, best because Leviticus show. 25 supports slavery. That's what they're saying. It's literally what the Bible says. It says you can have child slaves. That's what Leviticus 25 is articulating. And, like you're just not going to deal with that part to them. You're going to ignore that part of the question. Oh, okay, that part of the question. So if you compare the uh, laws regarding treatments of slaves, then uh, they would have been quite pleased to go work for a Hebrew in those days than for people who would have. Um, the better really kind of slavery, basically. Up. They were the nice slavery people, is what you're saying? Well, what I'm saying is to remind you that you can't pretend that this matters to you because on the ethical level... On the I know, level, let's change the topic. Let's not talk about slavery. Let's go back to I've let's go back give, to talking about Skyler and what my is That's okay, word. man. So, um, Ken, I'll give you the last... But if you can try to respond to this question per se, Ken, I'll give you the last word and then we got to go to the next question. So this is like the slavery one, or well, I suppose technically you probably yeah, this, want to. Well, the slavery would be what said. the person was asking. You're about not it, Ken. Like, All right, go ahead, Ken. If you want to, waiting for Ken not to dodge Skyler. the question. Well, no, the, the the answer was just looking at the cultural context, and it's not good enough to just throw out a platitude about it. You'd have to do some serious thinking about the cultural context. That's what I'm talking about. Gotcha. Well, Next up, the, coming in from Best concert. In Show, thank you for your question, said, Ken, is it ever acceptable among humans in any period of human history to ever plunder children and women? 
plunder children and women. You know, um, you know, the parts of the Bible. Yeah, I'll just take it as is, because uh, this is not generally the way I would choose to do things based on uh, generic one liners. But um, the problem with somebody who complains, see, the the, the problem is that this is based on jumping. Here we go. Not dealing with the text again. Well, Dude, I you know, dodge questions I, like the plague, bro. Like, I, I'm diving to dodge corona. Like, why don't you deal with the question, what was asked, man? It becomes so disingenuous when you when it's so billion obvious you're dodging. But, see, the, the problem is I don't think that you're used to actually thinking through these issues systematically step by step. You yeah, no, dive, I do a whole show with, a, with a, an actual freaking right guy who's a, a scholar on the Bible. No, I don't do any study on my channel with my scholar co-host. Enough. We, we don't ever have scholars who come on the channel and answer questions. I'm not talking about your show. I'm Jesus talking about this Christ. situation. We'll give you the Could last you just word deal Ken. with the question the guy asked we'll about slavery? the last word, Ken, and then we've got to go to the oh, next Lord. one. Oh, we're still on this. Okay. We'll give you the last word on this, Ken. Otherwise, we'll go to the next one. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, the the issue is one of um, ethical justification, period, I guess. God's Next up, Shane the Skeptic says, Skyler's strong point was calling out his moral question being met with an epistemological answer. Good job calling the dodge. Next up, Will Stewart says, if you are the author and admit you can't impose morality on others due to the lack of authority, how is that a stronger or better foundation than theism, which holds a God as authoritative judge with consequences? Well, you know, it wouldn't, I guess it wouldn't be so bad if like the God was an actual decent God, like a good God, these things that I I would imagine most Christians actually articulate, but the Bible doesn't articulate that guy we have a jealous god who executes children tells men they can take women and children as plunder condone slavery yeah no i'm not if you like if you think that's a good idea it's like having a dictator basically and a dictator who says if you don't love me chow chow enjoy hell for all eternity or annihilation depending on the kind of christian you are this is shockingly myopic and i'm sure anybody who knows the bible can see that but the question was about getting away with it and skylar's view guarantees that no matter what you do you will ultimately get away with it and in, in your view people who do nothing will not get away with it and they'll get they'll go to all uh, hell for simply not believing in your god so that i mean is, we can do these tit for tat things yeah, and that's incoherent. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's you. Do you believe people need to have believe that Jesus Christ died for their sins in order for there to be salvation? Well, uh, based on a worldview where ethics are are actual. Shut the ethics. fuck up, Jesus Christ! Hey, yeah, it's right. question. Please, please Jesus, mind your man. manners. I just go. You know what, dude? I mean, we, a bag of something's waiting right here for you. We are going man. to it's go like, to the next one. I don't know what this that means. You dodge questions. It's a bag of dicks. Go eat them. It's just like, dude, if you can't be honest, if you can't... All right, hold on. Matthew Steele has a question. says, Ken, I'll debate you or anyone on the atheistic morality versus biblical morality because we have a better argument by far as you showed here. Ken? Oh, sure. Let me know when and where. Gotcha. And this one comes in from Charles Insolo who says, God is the ultimate mystery. How can you answer any mystery with another mystery? No person knows the mind of God. Do you know what God wants? Well, we we do know the mind of God because it's been revealed to us. Gotcha. And then let's see. Pardon my delay, folks. And thank you very much for your question. 
This one coming in from EndoXD says, Skylar, how would you seriously respond to someone who says God killing babies is okay because the Bible says that they go to heaven? They're well, saying, um, maybe, well, let, let, let me say this. Well, if that's true, right, we could have a lot more people saved if God would just take them out as babies, right? Like, in fact, like, to, if by that logic, I said this before, like, hey, if women who abort babies, you're just saving your children, right? Because they get to go right to heaven, right? If they're born and they live throughout their life. Now, I'm pro-life, folks. I'm going to be, you know, I just want you to know I'm not arguing for this. But by this logic, that these folks are making like literally a woman who's had a, more abortions than, you know, maybe you can count has probably saved more lives than some of these priests out there. So think about that by that logic. And that's where you get. Let's see. Next one from Cider and Port says, Ken, why are you incapable of answering a question? And Skylar, don't worry when you ask me questions on Monday, I'll answer. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who rewatches the debate will see that these are just empty claims. And the fact that somebody actually wants to engage the issue at a slightly deeper level than the manner in which atheists have become accustomed is accused of not answering the question because we're actually engaging it in a more holistic form, which, you know, Skylar obviously doesn't like, which is why he'll cut me off anytime I wanted to actually dig into the issues. You waste time. You don't answer the question. That's why I cut you off. It's annoying. You don't know that. If you I actually answer because you well, I can tell by the first thirty seconds of your sentence that you're no, not you talking can't. about anything that is related to the question. You talk no, about you... me personally instead of dealing with the question over and over again. It's okay, man. It's just who you are. Apparently. It is okay you on do. your worldview. So that's fine. Yeah, it, is. it is. I guess it is. I'm yeah, going to deal with it. I have to. That's but I won't ever debate you again. I will never debate you again because I am glad that I've shown the audience the type of person you are and how weak your arguments are. I love it. Towards what end? My Towards own personal showing gratification. that an accidentally existing ape isn't up to your standards? The I mean, more people that I can move away from the kind of dangerous beliefs that you guys have as Christians that are unrational, the better the world's going to be, in my opinion. You don't have to agree with that opinion. It's fine. But you know what? I love to just show what Christians believe, and you've done a great job uh, representing what what event, yeah, whatever you want to call yourself, Christian, you, YouTube Christian. You discredit yourself time and time again, and the audience can see it. That's why they keep saying the same thing to you. Next up, you Oz says, Skylar Fiction 1, see you Saturday. And Magellan mm. says, Ken, can you give any example of anything that is absolutely right or wrong based on the mind of God? Sure. Murder is wrong. Gotcha. Not the Let's see. The Jim Taker says, I would love to see Ken debate Matt Delhunty on morality, but I don't think we'll see Matt here anymore. Yeah, we don't know. Um, I haven't talked to Matt since the debate. No hard feelings. It's just been busy, but... Um, if someone wants to reach out to him, I'd be more than glad. Let's see. Best in Show says, James, please insist on a Ray from Ken. Ray? Like the character in Star Wars? A Ray from Ken. Um... Uh, is that abbreviation for reply? I don't know. They said, is it ever acceptable among humans in any... Oh, I already read that. Saint Will Stewart, thanks for your question, said, Skylar's on Endo's question. Skylar on Endo's question. If God shows mm -hmm. grace on the baby and holds the murder accountable for the murder, how is that immoral? 
Well, in the Bible, the people that are murdering the children are God's people that he's commanding to murder the children. First Samuel 15, I mean, it's just literally through Saul. I, this is all there. I mean, this is all through the Joshua conquest too, uh, where you have examples of just children being slayed. Uh, it's God telling these, saying these people are guilty of something uh, and worthy enough of having soldiers going and execute them. So that's a question for the theist. You know, they can explain why it's moral to execute children. And at the long. end of that, at the end of any such statement, you have to throw in, and by the way, there's nothing ontologically wrong with that. So I don't know why I'm complaining about it. I mean, you can think there's nothing ontologically wrong with that, right? You, you, are you, the you one think? Who's I, been no, no, no. Wait a minute. Do you think that? Do you think there's something argument. ontologically wrong that's with the, executing babies? Do you think it's ontologically wrong? That's been the premise. Do of you? Did, oh, dodge the question, my man. Go, go kick rocks, bro. You don't answer questions. You dodge, and then you just you just turn well, it back. Everybody it's knows fine, that you man. say it's, that. Whenever it's weak. You don't it's weak hear debate it. skills, bro. Weak. Friend, everybody no, knows. I, you said it 50, okay, you literally we, said it 50 to, times we, to the we, audience. We, we it's not let, new, it's not original, it's not entertaining. Skylar, we do have to let Ken talk sometimes too. So, uh, but sometimes Magellan said, Ken, what is murder? Murder is the unjustified taking of an innocent life. Gotcha. And I think that may be it. I had one or two others come in. But, yeah, Samuel Lillholm, thanks for your question, said, Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. And, quote, a man does not call a line crooked unless he has some idea of a straight line. Could morality be summed up in, quote-unquote, design, biblically? Well, ultimately, what we could say is uh, part of the foundation for epistemic uh, ethics is the same as it is for the scientific method, which is the, the, the view that a rational creator created a rational creation and populated it with rational beings who could thereby uh, rationally discern it. And so that's why when we can see a crooked line, we can uh, refer to it as such because we do have an idea of a straight line. Whereas well, what was... Skylar's offering us is just a bunch of squiggly lines, period. I'm going to give Skylar the last word on this one because it was actually a question for, I think, Skylar. Yeah, I mean, listen, when when my opponent can demonstrate any of his claims at all, I'll take him seriously, right? He's going to constantly watch... just – yeah, it's it's okay, man. You don't just have to watch try. the debate again. We, Watch it yeah, a few we times. do have to, we have to get Skylar I, I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Yeah, they, I mean, the audience is constantly talking about how much you dodge every question in the debate. Um, it, it's so apparent that you don't want to talk about the Bible and morality and you dodge around the questions because you feel a sense of shame for it, right? Because if you felt no, you're probably mind reader again. Well, yeah, I mean, you well, it's not even worth it to ask you because yeah, at this point, exactly. you, 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 it's obvious how by, by your your, actions, by your actions, you claim you know other people's actions. You painted uh, yourself you into a corner again, so your response is, eh. Yeah, yeah, didn't paint myself into a corner, just simply pointing out that you have not demonstrated a single claim, and your only argument tonight is to say, I claim something I can't demonstrate. You say I don't know to something, therefore, I guess there's a problem. You think I don't, I don't know. Man. Well, we've been through this. It has. Next up, thanks for your question. Will Stewart strikes again. He says, Skyler, is warfare murder? My question was about murder. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that was, that's the point, right? Even in war today, we don't justify killing children, 
right? That would be considered a war crime. So why is it that God would commit a war crime against children in the Old Testament, right? This is, if you folks who think that God is all loving and loves children can't see the contradiction in him who loves people <laughs> and and then having people violently kill it. children. Well, let's let him finish. I know, really I know it's, funny. It's, it it's, it's funny. It's, it's, it's really, really funny. don't get it. It's like you. It's like you have a. You made a bed and you refuse to sleep in it. It's amazing to watch this. I I know you don't believe in contradictions. That's okay. You don't have to. I know you don't believe it's immoral to kill children or execute children. That's fine. But that's your worldview. You can just live with it, man. I don't have to share your worldview. Next up, Magellan says, "Ken, this is for you." They say, "Ken, how do you justify the murder of children? What is the justification?" Uh, I just stated that I don't justify the murder of children. Murder is unjustified. unjustified. How do you you justify the flood? Next up, the example that was given. We have many many questions. Uh, Gregory Baujakian, thank you for being with us. Let me know if I pronounced it right. Sorry if I didn't. And they said, Gregory said, Ken is a professional Dodge artist. And Well, actually, folks, I I do want to remind you, if you could do me a favor and uh, we're, we do want to – I should not have read that. Sorry, I didn't really process it. We we want to – one thing we're trying to do here at Modern Day Debate is we want to try to help uh, redirect criticisms toward the arguments rather than the people, and you'll notice that in the live chat. But they said on another uh, separate part, they said, Skyler has an indefensible position on morality. He's nobody's friend. And they said to, to both, what is the value of well-being and morality? Asking the value of well-being and morality, I, it depends on the moral position, whatever the moral worldview is. I guess. Um, I well, love. I, yeah, on atheism, uh, well-being is not only subjective; it's uh, just the, the preference for it is an accident. I mean, you can have a preference, I guess, for accidents, but it's incogent. Yeah, but if you can't demonstrate what you're claiming, it's not real, man. Can you demonstrate any of this subjective morals? Nothing. No, no, you can't. So basically, you're just complaining about another worldview when you can't prove that your own is the case. Well, you can why are you why are you inconsistent? Why are you whining and complaining you when you don't have question. a worldview? You're just denying reality. Magellan denying says. Reality. Magellan says, Ken. Well, so God never murdered any children in the Bible? Question mark. Stop dodging the question. Uh, they say. It's fascinating how when someone doesn't like an answer, they just use the term dodge. So uh, the answer is no. Gotcha. And thank you guys for all of your questions. Let's see. Uh, what we are going to do is I have in just a few minutes, I'll be back for a post credit scene about upcoming debates. In fact, one of them stars Skylar Fiction, who you are seeing right above me. It's kind of like the... Like, basically, he will be on next Monday. That will be in a juicy, controversial debate with Rib and that's namely it's going to be Skyler as of now it's going to be Skyler <laughs> teaming up with K fellows against rib and crafty Kila. so that should be always oh, going to be a juicy one so we are excited for that one but I'll let, I'll let you know about those other upcoming debates in that mm-hmm. post credit scene in just a moment but one last thank you to our guests who are linked in the description folks want to let you know that and so thank you Skyler and Ken it was something tonight. Thank you in turn, James. You're the host that can boast the pleasure. most roast. Thank you. 
Okay, so we'll be right back, everybody. Thanks again to our guests. We love these guys. We, we appreciate them. So thanks, everybody. We'll be back in just a moment. Stick around. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 